Hello, listeners, and welcome to Baby Brain. I'm Samantha Hugelay, your host. And with me this evening are Sandra Maurer and Stephanie Kuhnmunch. And we're going to be talking about trauma-informed yoga and movement as it pertains to perinatal mental health. So let's start out. Sandra, tell us a little bit about your connection to perinatal mental health. I feel like I've been involved or on the periphery of perinatal mental health for a long time in a lot of ways. I was a birth doula for about four years. I was teaching prenatal yoga and I'm a mom too. And after my twins were born, I had a super hard time and it took me a few months to realize that I was really struggling. And so I really sympathize a lot with perinatal mental health treatment and kind of in the midst of having my twins, we started Terra Firma, which is my trauma-informed yoga company, partly because I was teaching these prenatal yoga classes and seeing that moms were really struggling and that I was referring people a lot to therapists that could help them and wanted to find other ways that we could support them. We ended up getting a contract with Mother Baby. And so now four groups a week at Mother Baby's Day Hospital and leading movement, um, and yoga groups there. Stephanie, what's your connection to perinatal mental health? I'm one of the therapists at the mother baby program at the, um, at Hennepin healthcare. Um, and also a mom myself. Um, and I first became interested, I think in perinatal mental health when my sister had a baby um, and I would take her running every day because we have a strong, um, history of postpartum depression in my family and really wanted to support her in that period. And I started my career working with young kids and just really saw the impact of mom's mental health and trauma on children and so moved into the role at Mother Baby to really be able to support moms right away to connect with their babies and give their babies um, and their kids the lives that they really like hoped for and didn't have themselves. Do either of you want to talk about your connection to PPSM? Mother baby is connected to postpartum support Minnesota pretty closely. We use it as a resource. We connect moms who don't end up doing our program to other support groups at postpartum support Minnesota. We also use it as a big referral source for our moms who finish some of our more intensive programming at mother baby. Sandra, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about what movement work is and trauma-informed yoga. This is such a hard question because I feel like it's such a big question that I spent a lot of time thinking about how to explain this well. The groups we call trauma-informed movement groups at Mother Baby, partly because we incorporate techniques and practices that are derived from a number of resources other than strictly yoga traditions, and partly because yoga carries a stigma, that term carries stigma for a lot of folks, and so we don't introduce that right away. People have a lot of impressions about yoga being for certain body shapes, sizes, colors, or socioeconomic statuses. And um, we really want to get ahead of that. Um, So we often refer to it as movement group. But essentially, we incorporate a lot of evidence-based mindfulness, somatic interventions, meaning just mind-body tools to support healing that they're doing in other areas of treatment and elsewhere. And the focus is really, you know, people often think about yoga as being like trying to get your body in a particular pose, but our focus is really on self-exploration. So the groups are designed to support all the participants building connection, both to themselves, um, to baby and to the group, as well as the ability to feel more regulated or feel more emotionally and physically balanced. Everyone's really encouraged to participate in the group the way that 
works for them that day. And for some people, that's as simple as sitting and listening or practicing breathing while they're nursing a baby. And we really try to make groups inclusive and adaptive. So focused on supporting safety, interoception, or that sense of sense of internal states of the body, agency or choice, or helping people to feel more empowered instead of powerless and, and shared authentic experience or that connecting to each other in the group as well as to the facilitator. So I'm also participating along with everyone rather than observing. And practice happens in the chair, seated, standing, laying on the floor, using whatever they have around. So there's lots of ways to access the practice without any hierarchy or judgment. How has that transitioned using teletherapy in the world of COVID? Uh, It was an interesting transition. We sort of stopped one day, like everyone did. And I started doing some groups for Terra Firma that are public groups for kind of anyone who wants to join. And when Steph said, okay, we're going to do this stuff virtually, how are we going to do it? We just, you know, everyone, and Steph can talk more about how the other groups are run, but uh, we gave everyone the option to turn off their video while we practice so that they don't feel like we're watching them move. And in some ways it actually helps people to feel a little bit more comfortable because they're in their own space using their own pillows, blankets, chairs, and they can then come back together at the end of group. And we turn the videos back on and take a few minutes to share and reflect. How did movement group get started with the mother and baby program? I was aware of the mother baby program and really wanted to offer groups there. So I just felt like my experience and their program would be a really good fit. So I emailed Dr. Kim and she was interested and asked for a proposal. And um, then we came in and did a demonstration for the staff. And we've been doing four group a week since November of 2019. Stephanie, tell us a little bit about how the movement complements some of the other treatments that you're doing in mother baby or actually just in general practice. So at Mother Baby, um, the movement really complements all of our treatment. I think in particular, we'll be talking about a concept of self-compassion in therapy and we'll message Sandra and she will do then do a movement group based on self-compassion. And so our patients are not only experiencing talking about self-compassion, but also joining the movement and kind of noticing what happens in their bodies when they think of self-compassion with the doing of self-compassion practice. The other ways that it really complements treatment that we think about is that becoming a mother is such a whole body experience from being pregnant to giving birth to caring for your baby. And so we're really trying to incorporate a whole body treatment modality that's really about healing. So we use the treatment to really take on the whole body nature to be able to connect with baby. So what are you noticing in the moment about your body and how can you regulate yourself in that moment, even with baby in your arms so that you're able to be present for baby? So something I think that I will do often is standing up in psychotherapy groups and maybe rocking back and forth and supporting moms to stand up to rock back and forth when we're talking about really hard things, which supports moms being able to move through these feelings and traumatic births and hard experiences from their histories um, while like sitting there with baby in their arms. The other thing I think that's really big is we're really focusing on regulation and regulation is so big for babies and for kids. And so the practice of movement also teaches that regulation. And then we use the regulation in groups. And again, Sandra's bringing those techniques in. What we know about movement is the way that it 
support our body's regulation and so therefore supports children's regulation and how much kids need their parents to be regulated to support their own regulation. Then we can also support moms and saying like what feels good or what doesn't feel feel good in these moments to notice those things and then bring that back to their individual therapy or other groups or their psychiatrists of what they're noticing more about symptoms. So we use it a lot for moms to be able to talk about their symptoms, their bodies, and then lots of regulation. Also, it gives moms an experience, I think, in treatment of there's no way to that you should do movement. So often it comes up in parenting, I should be doing this or I should know how to do this. And trauma-informed movement complements that so well by there's no right or wrong way to do that. And then we can support moms to use that in all ways because there's no right or wrong way to parent either. Stephanie, also tell us how trauma-informed yoga or movement is incorporated into some of the long-term treatment plans of the patients that you work with. So the first thing I'll say about that is that something that Sandra has taught me that has been so helpful is even a short period of doing this kind of movement can be helpful to your regulation system and your nervous system to calm it down so that we know after moms have done this kind of treatment, even for a short period of time in our program, that the benefits have a lasting impact. The other way that we try to incorporate it is by offering a group weekly that meets um, with Sandra without one of our therapists present. That is for all current participants of our programs, of our step-down program, our POP program, our perinatal, perinatal mental health program, and our Friday group that moms can attend so that they can continue to have that weekly session with Sandra to have the time to put aside for movement. In our outpatient groups, we also incorporate lots of the regulation techniques that Sandra has used. We also use many of the techniques Sandra has taught us in groups regularly to regulate the group and support moving through big emotions. We talk a lot, we've, or we've developed this little phrase uh, in Mother Baby of islands of connection or islands of calm, where we really try to convey to moms that while they get this 45-minute group in treatment, you don't need a whole 45-minute group every day in your life to make this um, helpful or to allow this to support you. And so we talk about, there's just these little islands. If that's two minutes in the bathroom by yourself with the door shut, using one of these things, feeling your hands on the wall to feel stable, feeling your feet in the floor, practicing one of the breath techniques that felt useful for you. All of that adds up. It's a cumulative. It doesn't have to be this one big thing. And what's useful about doing that actually virtually at home and also in group uh, when we're in the office because babies are present for group a lot is allowing moms to practice noticing that, oh, I couldn't do the whole group because the baby got upset or I had to feed the baby. But I did get to do five minutes of that meditation and I can notice an impact from that one five minute. And this really bears out in the research too. Some of the research that's been done on like 10 week long programs, um, doing an hour of yoga a week, which we're doing more at mother baby. Six months later, mom still showed positive um, effects as far as bonding with baby relationships and the ability to regulate. I think the other thing that helps, like Steph said, it, we kind of thread it through both the, all the groups and we try to make that really cohesive. And I think that's gotten even better as time has gone on and we've communicated more about it. We also try and remind moms in movement group that how they do this is really up to them. So, you know, like one mom noticed last week that when we did a posture where she lifted her arms up, 
her breath rate went up and her heart rate went up and she felt more awake. And then when she, we moved into a posture where she rested a lot of body on her floor of her body on the floor, her breath rate and her heart rate went down. And so we were able to point to, you did that. There was nothing I did over here in my house on the zoom call, right? You were able to do that with your body and you can do that anytime. And so that just becomes part of how they think about engaging with their own healing and going throughout their day. So I think this question comes back to you also, Sandra, tell us a little bit more about the science behind yoga. It's my understanding that some of the things that you're doing with breath and movement tone the vagal nerve. And just from a medical perspective, that is what actually controls the central nervous system. Yeah, I think you just answered it. (laughs) So we're basically working with polyvagal theory, right? Um, We're influencing the nervous system by using breath is of course, one of the best ways to influence the nervous system, as you probably know, because that's controlled by that, um, that vagal nerve. And so we try and incorporate the breath, but for folks who have been through or having a lot of traumatic stress response, sitting down, being still and noticing your breath, it feels terrifying and it can often be counterproductive. So what can be helpful is including some repetitive or racking movement, contralateral movement, right? Where we're moving across the body. And so we're asking like the brain to incorporate left and right. Which that, that in and of itself is an EMDR or a yes. trauma, trauma treatment, right? It sure is. Yeah. And I've, I've had um, therapists that we've worked with that are EMDR trained that really, that did our trauma-informed yoga training as a complement to that and found that those two things work super well together because there is this overlap. We also teach polyvagal to all of our patients and the theory behind polyvagal to better understand what's happening in their own bodies. So it's really giving this sense of control back to patients of this is what's happening in your body and we can support your nervous system that you didn't do anything wrong and really takes away some of the stigma around mental health treatment that your reactions are reactions because your nervous system is doing its job to protect you and then this is how we can slow that nervous system down so that you can be there with your baby. And this I think comes back to you again Sandra. Um, Uh, You mentioned a couple of times your private practice or your company. Do you want to say a little bit more about that and how somebody who might not be in the mother and baby program would get connected to have such treatment? So one of the things that's important to us at Terra Firma, which we named it that to signify solid ground for healing, that's kind of our little tagline, because we felt like it was important that people understood that this was an internal resource that we were pointing them to and that we weren't kind of teaching them all these things, but helping them to access what they already have. One of our missions is to make this an accessible, not only treatment, but practice for as many people as we can. And so do we, we pr- try to provide a number of ways that people can access this kind of support. So we offer individual sessions, which are currently all virtual. But when we were in person, we, were, we partnered with a couple of mental health clinics to provide them in their space. And we offer groups occasionally and series. So I did an adolescent series for about four weeks. Sarah, who works with us, is doing like a, a healing-centered breathwork series. One that's been really popular is moving through anxiety that we have offered both as like a one day workshop and as a series over a few weeks. So we try and give people a lot of opportunities at cost levels and availability to get access to the kind of support that we offer. And it's just a few of us that have all been trained and have specialties in kind of different areas. I just finished my master's degree in 
clinical mental health counseling, which feels really good. Sarah that works with us is um, in ERYT at the 500 level. So she has a ton of experience on the faculty of yoga teaching programs. And Angela did the TCTSY, which is the trauma center specific, um, trauma sensitive yoga training. And so we have a little bit of different kind of nuanced expertise. And we try to really create a lot of space for that uh, to meet the different kinds of needs that clients come in with. And we also do professional training. So we've trained about 30 clinicians and yoga teachers in the Twin Cities to bring this into their work that we're running another one in April. Stephanie, any last words you want to say about what the structure looks like to have this incorporated into the programming at Mother and Baby? The groups are 45 minutes, three days a week in our day hospital program. So that's our highest level of care. And then we do our weekly group on Tuesdays, which is a 45 minute group um, and open to any patients who have been engaged in mother baby before. And if you've listening to this and have been engaged in mother baby before, call us and we'll send you the link. We'd love to have you join. And then the other thing that's been really cool is that Sandra has also been doing some observation of groups with me as part of her LPCC training. And so we've been really learning together about how to incorporate it into groups and kind of stopping in the middle of groups and adding movement, which has been really fun and a great learning experience, I think, for both of us. Do either of you have any last words for listeners and how to maybe take that first step to get connected to movement or words of encouragement? My biggest word of encouragement is that movement is all and yoga is all about noticing what's happening in your body and there is no right or wrong way to do it. Do a YouTube video or just sit on your floor and start to move your body and see what happens to support you and your healing and being connected to your babies. Yeah, just to piggyback off of what Steph said, that if you're if you've tried out some yoga or a mindfulness or a meditation thing and it didn't work for you, that's not your fault. <laughs> there are a lot of opportunities and a lot of ways to do it. And the meditation, the yoga pose, whatever it is, is there to serve you, not the other way around. So if it's not something that feels helpful, don't do it. Try something else. Thank you, ladies. For more information regarding the work that Sandra and Stephanie do, please see the description of this podcast.